what's going on, everybody? Welcome to the awesome.com NBA strategy show presented by Underdog Fantasy. I'm Dave Lockren. Joining me, Josh Engelman. What's up, bro? We got uh, Adam out there in Las Vegas. You and I doing a couple shows together this week. Yeah, it's a, it, I'm happy to do it. We're doubled up today. Uh, we get three games, luckily. So it's not like we got to do two hours on a one gamer or something, which is coming up tomorrow, which I'm happy to not be a part of, at least for the second piece of it all. But Oh, that is a one gamer, isn't it? Yeah, and uh, go Memphis, by the way. Memphis wins. Sunday is off of basketball. They, I don't believe that there's a game on the Sunday schedule, at least not as of right now. Uh, we'll see, but that would be great. I get a, a bit of a respite there. Huh? Yeah. I don't okay. know if there'd be a game. I, I don't know. No, if Sunday already series. has Sunday bucks and, and Celtics are already locked in. I thought that was a Saturday game. No, Nope. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, there it is. Yeah. It wasn't there yesterday. Uh, so I'm guessing it was just because the Milwaukee game hadn't started. Okay. Well, never mind. That sucks. <laughs> I'm assuming, I'm assuming there wouldn't be any other games, right? Like if Philly won, would it's Memphis, Memphis, Minnesota is the only game that's scheduled that for right now. I, I'm guessing there's nothing else, but uh, no, F- Philly, Toronto would be Saturday. No, I'm saying if Philly won today, would it would Heat oh. Philly go Sunday? Maybe I don't know. Probably. Nope, never mind. I, I didn't think about the second. Never round. mind. Monday. It already shows Heat and TBD, which mm. means to be determined. Thanks, man. Okay, that meaning we don't know who it is yet. Correct. Right. Okay. Undetermined. Undetermined. Yeah. Steve says better Laffy better call Howie Roseman and tell him not to do anything stupid tonight. I'm not, listen, man, I, I, I got buddy coming over. We're going to hang out. Ugh. I got the double TVs in the basement. So we'll have the Sixers on one. We'll have the draft on the other and life will be miserable. Why are you shaking your head? Why even have the draft on? Is there anything less interesting than the NFL draft? Why wouldn't I have the draft up? It's absurd. I'll, let me, I'll say it again. Is there anything less interesting than the NFL draft? Yeah, many things. Like mm, I think soccer. that's the one. No, no. That's, that's preposterous. The NFL draft is awful. Everybody, it, our, my entire Twitter feed of every bozo in the DFS industry won't shut up about it right now. As if anybody gives a shit that the seventh pick in the draft is some offensive lineman. Nobody cares about any of these picks or plays. No one cares at all. No one cares about offensive linemen during the season, after the season, during the draft. If your team doesn't draft a quarterback or like the most fun wide receiver that you have, who cares that this thing even happens? I don't understand why there's any popularity in the NFL draft. Most of the picks, let's say 25 of the 32 first round picks are completely dumb to everybody. Makes no sense. I don't get it. 15.5 million people watched last year or two years ago, 12, 13 million watched last year. A lot of people like the draft, Josh. Yeah, a lot of people go see Michael Bay movies and they're pieces of garbage. I'm telling you that a lot of people enjoy the draft, though. I know. I think a lot of people aren't bright. I get together with the boys every year and watch the draft. It's insane. It okay. makes no sense. Even, Josh says even, the draft is bad, but watches The Bachelor. I don't watch The Bachelor. Come on. Even the COVID draft, we, we sat downstairs, you know, moderate social distancing, and we watched the draft. I already don't miss it. Like we, we covered that. You and me and Ben, we talked about the draft every day for three months, and we didn't have sports to talk about. 
I can't tell you who got drafted first in that draft right now. That's two years ago. But you like the NBA draft, right? Because the NBA draft, I know, every well, I know single player say, is a guy that we play and talk about. Like they're all, it's relevant. So there aren't, there aren't live, there, there aren't offensive linemen in the NF, NBA draft, is what you're saying. Correct. It's like, oh, we got a good guard. Things are really picking up, as if it changes anything. But also with the NFL draft, there's still exciting picks far into like the second and third round. Disagree. Not for you, but for a lot of people that actually enjoy football. I mean, to say that there's an exciting pick in the second round is lunacy. No, it's not. Dude, there's some sick skill players in the second round that go all the time. Yeah. Are you kidding? Eventually. Not on the moment that you watch the draft. We don't know that. Yeah. NFL draft couldn't be a bigger crapshoot. You're going to be start telling me about how like second and third round guys that getting drafted is fun to see. Get out of here with this. What are you talking about? All right. Well, we'll, we'll agree to disagree on this one. You're we have insane. a live draft show tonight. Thank yeah, you, well, Josh. Scumbag. Absolute scumbag over here. Uh, live draft show today over on this channel right here. If you want to hang out, uh, it's going to be a lot of fun, despite what this guy has to say. Uh, people that actually enjoy football uh, will have fun. We'll draft watch along. Matt Savoka, Nick Lepre starting at 8 p.m. Josh will be tuning in. You should, too. Yeah. I'm excited about everybody's thoughts on the right guard that goes 14th and how that's going to really impact the season. Well, you're just a bad person. To they talk gain about this. 0.1 wins above don't replacement. Like football. I don't like the draft. I don't like the draft in general in any I, sport. Really? I like, I don't Jorge, think it should exist. I do like Jorge because he just gave us a $20 super chat. Uh, thank you. Jorge. He says, thanks to your morning show. And yesterday, late tips from Josh won my first ever mini max 150 lineup. That's awesome. Thanks guys. Congrats, brother. Love to see it. I like to see it. And I'm getting just wrecked chat. in chat right now. No one agrees with me. What did the draft is? No, the draft is dude, I'm telling you people really look forward to the draft. It's fun. Obviously I, can, I know that I can understand why you don't like it. But what I'm saying is if you're a football fan, you do like it. Like if you're a football fan, you do like seeing you know, certain corners or safeties get drafted. Sure. Offensive linemen aren't as exciting, but here, let me, let me add another thing to this, right? It, when you have your team that's on, that, that's in the draft, you're waiting to see who, who goes before them. You're waiting to see who, who the uh, division rivals get. There's a lot that goes into it. That makes it exciting. Look, it's not smart television. It's not supposed to be. It's entertainment. And to many of us, it's entertaining. We sit around, we see what the Eagles are going to do. They almost had, they had three, they traded one, but they got two first round picks. So we're in it tonight. It's going to be fun. I guess this is an interesting year. And the reason that I think it sucks the most is because apparently there are just like no quarterbacks that are any good. So uh, going like edge rushers and other nonsense to start it. It's not the same as like, oh, they just drafted their, their new signal caller for the next decade. Like by all accounts, this is, a low-end quarterback talent draft. I have a question for you. I was thinking about this the other day, right? Hit me. I'm in. Of course, you will disagree. But, but, all, most, most skills competitions are painfully stupid, okay? Most of them are, are painfully stupid. Like, the, okay. the, the, they're terrible. The quarterback skills competition in the NFL was sick. I like, mean, they made a video game about it. it did they? What was it? 
NFL quarterback club. Really? Yeah, they had all of those games where you would like throw at moving targets and all yeah, that fun and shit. And like yeah. longest, longest distance. Tell yeah. me that wouldn't be fun. So, like even for someone like you that doesn't thoroughly oh, enjoy football. Amazing. I was just watching the highlights sick, of right? it now. Favre throwing a bomb and then Harbaugh yes. throwing it like 45 yards. <laughs> yeah, and, and I exactly and I know I know one of the arguments would be like, yeah, but the, I, I'm 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 guessing the only reason they don't is because of like injury, injury concerns or something like that. I don't know, but I mean, at that point in the season, anyone that's actually in it, their year's over anyway, right? Like their, yeah. their season's done. You're not, if you're yeah. if still, it's awesome. It's awesome. It's super fun. You got, if you guys have never seen it, I don't think it was, it was, it wasn't called the quarterback skills challenge. It was called, it was, there was something, it was, there was a name for it, but a quarterback competition or whatever, but what a blast that was. And I they should, we should petition to bring it back because the pro ball is dumb as shit. I won't tune into a single second of the Pro Bowl. It's the dumbest yeah. game ever. It's like the game version of the draft. Yeah. NBA All-Star Game is sick now. Once they change that to the Elam end, Elam? Elam, right? Elam? M, yeah. Yeah, Elam ending. It has become sick. Like, they actually play basketball. The past few years, I've loved the NBA All-Star Game. Skills competition, shit. Uh, but, yeah, bring back the quarterback competition. I agree. That I can now that I can get behind. I'd okay. rather watch that than the draft by a mile. I'd like to watch both. But they should just abolish the draft. <laughs> oh yeah, I know your thoughts on this. All right, let's hit on this super chat and then we can get into some basketball here. Uh Abel Ramos, Cy played Porter instead of Pat in the 10K to first on DK. One six hundred, but if I played Pat. My lineup breaks the slate. Saddest 600 I've ever won. Oof. Yeah. It's tough. But still, congrats on what I assume is still a profitable night. And thanks yeah. for the super chat, man. All right. Want to talk a little basketball here? I think that's on the, the run sheet. On the agenda. Yeah, I mean, we don't have to. We can certainly cover 47 minutes on my takes on the draft or anything else. Oh, I mean, we could we could go myriad directions here, but I think we, we buckle Good. down for a minute and then maybe we stray. Anyway, hit that thumbs up if you haven't done so yet. Greatly appreciated for all of you that do and have already done so. We got some people that just, they come in, they hit it. It's automatic at this point, and we like you guys the best. But uh, also, everyone who forgot and is about to hit that thumbs up right now, we like you as well. Subscribe to the channel, too. Helps us. All this stuff helps us a lot. And if you want to join, hit that join down below. Get the free Super Chats each month, the custom emojis, sweet badges, and we'll always prioritize your questions along with our premium Discord members and your comments. All right, let's go. Philly, Toronto. Doc about to blow a 3-0 lead, Josh, and become the first coach to ever do so. Did you see the press conference yesterday? He took all responsibility off of himself again. Just just, just shook every responsibility. No way. Off. Yeah, I can't oh, believe that. It, 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 that's what Doc does. Oh, I know. <laughs> that's what he does. Crazy, well aware. Man. Well aware. It's crazy. But I, I, I honestly think... I'm also a pessimist, you know that. But I honestly think they could lose this series. I mean, they've looked horrible, and Doc can't adjust for Nick Nurse's adjustments on his own. So, wait, I don't know. But man. I but thought that 
Nick Nurse was a bad coach and Doc's a great I coach. never said that. I know that. I know you would not say that. Oh, oh, oh were people saying that? Yeah, you should go check our YouTube comments. Nick Nurse is not a bad coach at all. No, if Nick, if Nick Nurse was the coach of the Philadelphia 76ers, this series would be over. Yeah, it would have been over in three. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they would have got credit for two wins and one. <laughs> it would have been like a BOGO sale. They would have used yeah. the promo code F1 or something and got an extra one. I don't know. I, I think Philly, though, how much how, how much let's just start with 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 Joel Embiid and, and talk about whether or not like I, I know the thumb thing is not ideal. Yeah. I'm telling you right now, if you've watched this games, these games, the last two. I could almost guarantee you, other than like his thumb being a problem on, on a couple passes or whatever, he jammed one from the fucking free throw line <laughs> with his right hand. He, it, 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 the problem, Josh, is that they're bringing double teams immediately and Doc has done nothing to try and adjust for this and Embiid's struggling to, to get through those double teams. Can Are we talking about this series incorrectly? Please enlighten me. Like... I, I don't know what it is, and I, I feel like it's the general consensus to the series in general of, like, we're acting like this series isn't over. The Sixers are minus 700 to win this series right now. Doesn't matter. Uh, sure. Like, that's an 87-something percent. It's like uh, letting Steph Curry shoot a free throw. Look, and I have respect. We have are treating this like that's not real. I have respect for the odds, Josh. I surely do. That doesn't mean a thing to me when it comes to this basketball team. Like, uh, and maybe, maybe this is, this is obviously a personal thing. I, 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 I I'm, you know, I'm I don't insane. even mean just you. Like, this seems to be the consensus. We're like, oh, Philly's going to jack, like, jack this one away. They're minus right. 700 to win well, this I, I hear you. I'm just saying I have enough self-awareness to know that if this were another team, I'd probably be like, oh, yeah, they're minus 700. Of course they're right. going to win this series. You know what I mean? I guess that's all I'm saying. It, it's just uh, I've yeah. got some PTSD when it comes to this type of stuff. So uh, I don't know. I don't let it affect betting or, or DFS or, any, or anything like that. But I definitely – Unfortunately, it doesn't matter from game to game, but I, I just don't have any faith in Doc Rivers to coach a basketball team well. So, By the way, I love Joel Embiid today. So if we want to get back to that, I just, I, I think you just have to like hand it to the user to figure out what they want to do. I can tell you what I have Embiid projected for. I can tell you where he ranks relative to everybody else on the slate for me. It, that That's, to me, that's the best that I can do. I think Embiid is my number one play on FanDuel. He's 10K. He's power forward and center eligible. Uh, those prices, his minutes, that combination, to me, he's the best option. I think he's still a really good play on DraftKings as well. Maybe not as highly ranked just because uh, you don't have the same option of putting him at power forward. But I want to go to a lot of Joel Embiid. If you think the thumb is a problem and you want to knock a couple fantasy points off of that total, I understand it, but I don't know how to say, like, I think the thumb injury costs him a point and a half, and this is now what my projection is. I don't have that feel. So I'm just going to play Joel Embiid as if it doesn't matter, and if you need to make some adjustments, go for it. But he's the best play on FanDuel today. I'm so much less worried about the thumb than mm -hmm. I am about them actually getting him in good spots. 
I DM'd you the, the other night but during this game. I was like, what if they just keep getting him the ball down low, figuring out ways to get him the ball down low, Toronto cannot stop it. They have no size out there to stop him. Yeah. But then they just gave up on that. So like the problem with me is is how they're scheming against Embiid and not his thumb. I, I don't I, I don't know right now. I don't know. It's a tough spot. But your other top tier players on this slate are who, other than Luca? I mean, you've got Chris Paul, uh, and then you have like some top uh, upper mid range guys in McCollum and Ingram and such, and, and Donovan Mitchell, who's probable. But I have some legitimate concerns that Donovan Mitchell's not going to be a hundred percent today, and he would not be playing. At, there's no chance he'd play if this were a regular season game. So, I don't think Embiid well. would be playing if this were a regular season no. game, though. I don't think so. Well, he would need surgery. Like, how long would he be out for? It's a good point. You know, if he's out for two months, then he's probably playing through it. I don't know, man. The rest of this team is tough. Harden has not looked good at all. He, he has not looked good. But, but, but you're getting him at 9,100 and beats 10 4. Yep. So a lot of this is going to, on, a, on an abbreviated slate, as we're going to get throughout the entire postseason, come down to are these guys' prices just going to kind of force our hands? I mean, it is for Harden. I think it is for Maxi to a degree at 6400 He's $900 cheaper on FanDuel, 5500 No matter what you want to project him for on a per-minute basis, Maxi's going to play 38-plus minutes and be a good play on FanDuel. But Harden, Maxi, and Beat are the three that you're trying to go to on DraftKings. We clearly have no Matisse Thibel because he's not willing to take the stab. So uh, I don't know. George Niang probably got the biggest benefit of that when they were in Toronto. He played 22 minutes in both games. Seems reasonable to go there. I think Danny Green can play anywhere from 28 to 40 minutes today. Um, they probably, for every minute that Danny Green plays, that's probably a good thing for the Philly. Uh, for Philly, like if Danny Green plays 40, I think that's probably a good thing overall. It means that he can be out there and they don't have to give those minutes to other generic bums but they won both games where he played 38 and 41 minutes in regulation there you go uh so i don't really love a lot on the bench for philly it's, it's mostly just hard maxi and bead for me philly need philly needs a vax requirement to play like the opposite like so that what so that matisse dibel can't play at the wells fargo center uh, either. <laughs> i didn't I, see where you were going there I was like, oh, uh, like I was looking forward, like, oh, is somebody on the heat, like, is somebody not vaxxed moving no, forward? No, no, you know, I don't care about that. Uh, shout out. Well, no, to I thought you like, were trying to get like series, like round two. I thought you oh, were trying oh, to get somebody oh, out oh, of like you, the next got series. You, got you, yeah. And I was just like, I couldn't even picture who it was. <laughs> I can't remember who it was, but so, shout out to someone on Twitter for someone said that to me in one of the comments when I had mentioned the other day that Matisse Thibel's only points of the entire game came on precious Achua accidentally scoring on his own basket <laughs> after Matisse Thibel last touched it. By the way, Josh, it was on a three. It wasn't like around the basket. It was a, it was a three that, that I think he airballed into Achua's hands and he somehow put it back into the, into the basket. But, Didn't we get a bucket out of PJ Tucker like that in the playoffs last yeah, year? Really? He threw a that? pass and it ended up being a three that he made. Oh yeah. Because, <laughs> because I, I had the over on Tucker points that game and, no different game. I'm sorry. Different game. That was the game where he scored three points in like 38 minutes, and it was on a on a clear pass that went in. I, I, yeah, yeah, I remember that. <laughs> that's I remember the type that. of shit. That's the same. In the same vibe as that Bible stuff. 
for sure. Was that Bucks? My who was that? Bucks. I don't know, man. It all it doesn't matter. But we, I, I we drank that. too much during those games. Yeah. <laughs> Bucks Hawks, I think. Sure. Hawks were in the conference finals last year, man. I can't remember a single second of that series. I'm no, not kidding. That was, that no was, idea what they did. Anything else for Philly? Uh, I mean, Danny Green's much more in play on FanDuel. He's 4,100. He's got dual eligibility, shooting guard and small forward. He just looks a lot better on FanDuel than he does on DK. But to me, it's three standouts in Embiid, Maxi, and Harden, and then very, very, very big steps down to uh, Harris and Green, I guess. I uh, just got to point this out. APK has said Philly messed up going all in on James Harden, gave away too much for him, and he's not producing. I, no matter how bad he could be, I will keep the exact same response I've always had. Uh, that Ben Simmons is a head case. Seth Curry was terrible in that postseason. He's, I think he's, he's hurt, a, but that's neither here nor there. Maybe, but he's a fine player. I'm saying he's not a piece that you're just like, oh, we can't do it. And, and, and you have to take a risk. You took a risk. If, if the risk doesn't pay off, it doesn't pay off. Ben Simmons may never play another NBA game. Like, it would not shock me if he just retired from the NBA. You were never going to get another game from Ben Simmons. So they no. didn't give up too much. What are you giving away? Like, two late round firsts or whatever it is that likely don't materialize. That. So I don't know. Hey, look, they kept Maxi, so that's good. That was the, If they gave away Maxi, this would look really bad. Would you like to go back in time – I know what your answer is going to be. Um, I won't agree with you, but would you like to go back in time and take the CJ McCollum deal instead? Nah. Okay, good. He's not a difference maker. Thank you. Like, right answer. You, you, we agree. Yeah. He, yes. He's not. Well, a I mean, like, look, if you're just swapping Ben Simmons for CJ McCollum, are, are you better off in this particular season? Maybe. Maybe the difference between Harden and CJ McCollum right now is not all that big and you don't give up picks and Harris right. or whatever, but like I have to assume that Harden after an off, I don't know. I have to assume that Harden looks a little bit better next year, you know, get some rest in the off. Sure, and, and that stuff. hammy it's the, 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 the idea with me is Ben Simmons, you know, you get nothing. Yep. CJ McCollum, you know, you get a pretty good player, but he's not, help, he's not winning you. A, he might get you to, you know, he might get you a couple rounds deep. He's not, He's not the guy. He's not the, the needle mover to get you to win a, win a finals. James right. Harden could be washed, but in the event that he wasn't, because he actually wasn't playing bad in, in, in Brooklyn before he went down with the injury. Yeah. If, if James Harden ended up being the James Harden of old, which was still a question mark, and he doesn't appear to be that guy, I don't think he's 100% either. Uh, that could have actually gotten you there. I don't think it will. I don't think he looks good, but it was a risk I was willing to take, just like, I just like I, I was all about them tanking as well, because I have no real interest in making the playoffs and going nowhere every year. I, I can't say that I blame you there. I'm I don't know what Philly's going to do, man. I'm really, really excited to see the day where that James Harden signs a four year, two hundred million dollar contract extension to go across the screen, yeah. at which point you're just like, well, there it goes. <laughs> What to go to Philly or to go somewhere else? What are you saying? Oh no, he's he's gonna re I would imagine he's yeah. re-signing in Philly. Daryl Morey's no dummy though. Like he'll figure this out. I think that this might be his only blind spot. What keeping James Harden? Well, I don't think he has a choice. Let's be clear here. He wants more stars. He's not gonna waste Embiid. The if the alternative is simply letting him walk, he's not letting him walk. Uh right. 
he's either sign like he's signing him to a ton of money. There's no way around it. Pascal Siakam's played 44 minutes in regulation in back-to-back games. I assume he's going to play right around that today. I like the over on five and a half assist with Fred Van Vliet doubtful. I'll get into that on the odd shopper video today, but um, you know, the, the minutes here are just the biggest thing when it comes to a guy like Siakam. Now it's a playoffs. A lot of guys are going to get minutes. I understand that, but Siakam's playing pretty well. And on top of no, that, you have no Van Vliet, a lot of playing time, uh, pretty solid usage and an increased assist rate, 27% assist rate uh, with Fred Van Vliet off the floor this season. So there is a pretty high ceiling on Siakam today. He hasn't been the greatest per minute guy in this series at all, but you don't necessarily need that at when you're playing the entire game. Yeah, um, I'm more than happy to get to Siakam. Uh, Toronto, very clearly the best team on today's slate. Uh, he's 30 to 35% owned on both sites. We're talking 27% usage, 28% assist rate, as you mentioned before. I think he looks good. It's not my first spot that I want to go to on Toronto. The place that I want to hang out the most, well, it's twofold. One, we've got this, this 6K tier. Barnes, 6,200, Ananobi, 6,600, Trent, 6,500. Two of those guys have shooting guard, small forward. I love that trio. Barnes, Ananobi, Trent, they're going to play 38 minutes or more. They could play 40, 42. Their prices work. They're all like pretty solid per minute guys to decent per minute guys. That's the trio that I'm looking for. When we're talking about all four of those guys together, Barnes, Ananobi, Trent, and then adding in Siakam, I'm guessing that you probably want to set a rule, you know, no more than three. Like you probably don't want all four of those guys. But I want to mix and match Siakam, Barnes, Ananobi, and Trent. I think they all look exceptional. But the guy that I think is getting slept on the most, I don't understand the ownership at all. Why is Precious Achua 14% owned today? I don't really get that at all. I got him in for 29 minutes. If you want to tell me that should be like 27 or 28, I can get behind that. He's 4,600 on DK, just center. 4,600 on FanDuel. Also has the power forward eligibility. No ownership, I might add. I think Precious Achua, from a GPP perspective, is easily the best play on Toronto. Yeah. Uh, And if Philly's interior defense, or lack thereof, is anything like it was in the last two games, Achua is going to eat them up, man. I know, you look, he attempted five threes. He only made one of them. That's not where his production came from. His production came from just easy opportunities around the basket time and time again. Dude finished with 17 points, seven boards, and three blocks in 27 minutes. I'm with you, dude. Uh, he's getting minutes regardless of what the starting lineup looks like. And um, not every game, understandably, but he's been reasonably productive. And he's shown you that he has – it's not like he's coming out with a 50-point ceiling, but Precious Achua can get you 30, 35 fantasy points, and, and we've seen it. Yeah, and at 4,600, I, I mean – if you get anything north of 30, you feel like you won everything with yeah. Achua. I don't think him scoring 30 fantasy points in 27 minutes is all that outlandish for He's a normal, done it in two of his game. last three. Yeah, I, I don't understand the ownership there. To me, he is a fantastic option today. Anything else for Toronto? Uh, probably not looking to take the chances on Thad Young or Boucher. I just don't think enough minutes are going to be there. You know, clearly, like they'll, if you're playing 150, you're getting 5% or so of both of those guys. But in an individual lineup, if it's your last guy in, uh, you can make a case for it. They're, they're not priorities. It's insanely windy here today. Oh, yeah? Oh, yeah. Rip my flag. Flag what got kind of, ripped. 
kind of flagged yeah like a, don't don't tread on me or something no, no. <laughs> just an american flag good old american flag it got ripped standard issue american flag it, it made you got to be careful with them because a lot of them josh made in old china well you can't you have know, your american we, flag made in china you know what i mean well we get them made by the country that owns us that's not wrong it's not wrong start repatriating those jobs you know yeah they did. i don't have a fl- i don't have a flag i used to i don't have a flag anymore you had an american flag we did yeah you got a nice property man flying flying nice three by maybe even go with a four by six out there on that nice property would would look nice you got that nice front yard you're out yeah, there in, the, in north carolina i think it's almost a necessity I think you should go pick one up. It would look good uh, out front. Based on where I live, I could probably go with a different flag and it'd be slightly more popular. What, like a don't tread on me? Yeah, like that one would probably... Yeah, I mean, I'm probably in a good spot for a regular American flag, but I can certainly pull off a couple other Southern flags that people would love. Oh, wait, you think you could pull the Confederates flag where you live? I see it pretty regularly attached to the back of a pickup driving down <laughs> Market Street. Is that not the most clownish thing ever? I see it's it once fantastic. in a while around here because I live in the suburbs too. There's a lot of people out here. Just you know, you're a lot of blue collar people, a lot of uh, you know people that like to hunt and do all that stuff. Oh but yeah, you get like a camo Trump Trump flag yeah, on the back yeah. of 2024. Yeah, those exist yeah. a lot. It's, it's, <laughs> it's not often around here, but once in a while you'll catch one driving through. It is the goofiest thing in the world, like the huge Confederate flag hanging off the back of a pickup truck. It is. Yeah. <laughs> It's yeah. so funny, man. You're making I mean, me think I should put the American flag back out there, though, because uh, I think it would look good on the front porch. I'm telling you, it would. You have you have the yard, you have the, yeah. the the property to where like it needs to be flying a nice flag. Truth. You know, send I'm me a you. picture when you do. I want I want to see how that beauty turns out. You know, a little, you know, back it up. Let's see it. Don't you have a? Do you have a covered porch out front? Yes. Yeah, that you gotta you gotta have the covered porch. Yeah. yeah, you're in business, man. Sit out there with a cup of coffee, flag blowing in the wind. Oh, yeah. All right. King Reed. No, I'm, I'm outside. Of, I'm in the suburbs of Philadelphia. I don't live in Philly, though. All right. Oh, let's King, talk King about- Reed's here? Ooh. Okay. King Reed's in the house? Why? You got a problem with King Reed? Uh, King Reed's got a problem with me per our YouTube comments. Why? Uh, you go check him out, man. If you could understand what he said, you'd be the first person to be able to translate this stuff for me because it came out as gibberish. Oh, all right. But, well, uh, now I need- there, there's I- a couple. There's a couple diatribes in our comments as of like two hours ago that are, oof. Oh, from today. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Ultra. What, was recent. he just? Was he shitting on you? Oh yeah. Well, trying to. I, you can't understand anything. I got. It's I like, got to read it now. I, I don't. I hope he ran that through like Google Translate. That's the only reason it looks like it does because T-O- it is it is barely English. T.O. Dex said, dude, dude, Reed hates you, Josh. So yeah, it's uh, you, dude. you yeah. and King Reed, and then Miguel McDonald commented on my odd shot, my my betting video. Check it out Monday through Friday over on the Odd Shopper channel. And he's like, hey, Laffy, love the picks, but you're right. Adam and I do have a rivalry. So now Adam, anything Adam says. And vice versa. It's just, it's become, it's become battlegrounds. A rivalry. That's like saying the Celtics and Nets had a rivalry this year. <laughs> what rivalry? Well, can we be fair? Uh, let me be fair for a second. Adam clearly plays into it. 
Like sure. Adam takes the bait every single time. So you call no it what you will. There. You There's call no it what you will, but it is a back and forth. It's a back and forth. Yeah. They're mudslinging, Josh. Make sure you go check out the YouTube comments at some point in time. Next time you throw it to me for like extended chat, go to the comments and see what we got process. going on there today. All right. Yeah, like I'll send you the link. I have it up. Just refresh this bad boy and then uh, laugh hysterically. And then if you can, try to tell me what half of those words are. It's a good time. Before we do, though, shout out to Underdog Fantasy, huh, Josh? Oh, yeah. Speaking of, I haven't looked at any of my best ball teams, but I've got a pretty good – Thought process that they suck because I took Devin Booker a lot. Ah, <laughs> uh, that's right. I'm dumb. I I only I, I forgot about it and then got in just as it was filling. So like literally by the time I finished my first draft, it had filled. I have one, but I did get Luca in like the sixth or something. So I'm in fourth. But I, I how long does the first round go for? The first you round. Know? What? Each round cuts off. Each round is an elimination, right? Yeah. Okay, that's what I assume. So all okay, so all of this has to be. I still got a shot because I oh. I got a Philly stack on there. They were super under. They were they were cheap, so I figured we we'd give that a shot. Then I wanted to come in with just stack every team I could that I thought had a legitimate shot, but it filled unfortunately. They got some good best ball contests though, uh, or daily contests as well, like twenty five thousand dollar. Uh, NBA contest tonight, 4K up top. We've had a lot of underdog screenshots coming into the Awesome Hall of Fame recently, ever since we started uh, these reads, ever since the sponsorship got underway. And if you use the promo code AWESOMO, A-W-E-S-E-M-O, you will uh, double your first deposit up to $100 using that promo code AWESOMO. Uh, They got like the player prop contests as well. They got a lot of fun stuff. And as 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 Chris Karen actually had mentioned had dm'd us in the fantasy football team the other day i wish i could find it basically basically what it said was that and this was a tweet from underdog josh biggest biggest best ball nfl contest they've ever run so last one was big i'm assuming just monster contest this year for nfl across all all off season it's going to be great Feels like these best ball contests are like Millie Makers were like five years ago, where it was like, oh, the FanDuel's doing a, a million dollar contest. And then you get like three weeks later, it's like DraftKings is doing 1.5 million. Yep. And then it was four and five and yep. six. Dude, the, the only live final I ever qualified for was the five million to first place. And I don't believe they've done that since or close. I don't think they've been even in the ballpark of that. Oh, the format was was gross, man. It, they, it, it was two rounds, so like I think it was ten people would get into the, to the the second round, but the second round, the final round to win five million, was in the actual NFL playoffs. <laughs> Nuts. Good old days when they were throwing every single dollar in the world into marketing and trying to just jam that stuff down people's throats. Yes, sir. All right. Um, but yeah, check it out. It's, it's, it's an awesome place to play underdogfantasy.com or download it in the app store. Talk to me about the Phoenix suns today, Devin Booker. Uh, he's, 
This was really odd. I'm sure you saw this where he's listed as out on the official injury report, but then it's like Devin Booker could be ready for game six, but will likely be listed out maybe for game seven. He can play if they don't win games, just, just a mess. But I have him out because that's what the injury report says. I wouldn't be surprised if he gets upgraded from out to in. I don't think there's a chance in hell he plays today. Okay. They are minus a thousand to win this series. He's not playing today. There's okay. no reason to. There's no reason for it. Hells are going to win tonight, and then he has to play in Game 7. And then there are 10-point favorites in Game 7 regardless. I'm not I, worried about it. I'm dude, not worried I hear, about it. I hear you, but you, like, you're just willy-nilly with the risk-taking. You know, it's like what you're risk? Just, see, that's what I mean. That's what I mean. What risk? That's what I mean. The risk is that flawed, Devin Booker doesn't come logic. back, and then they are winning zero. Flawed zero. Logic. They are minus a thousand. If they want to win the NBA title, Devin Booker's got to be healthy. He should not even, they shouldn't even bring him to the arena today. I agree with you that he won't play, but I disagree that it's like, hey, we'll just take it. Yeah. Anyway, what do you want to do with Chris Paul? Not play him. 10 2 on FanDuel. I don't get it. That price tag makes absolutely no sense to me. And it's not like I'm under projecting him 24% usage, 42% assist rate. Actually, he shouldn't be 10 2. Chris Paul is like, let's think about this for a second. Chris Paul is more expensive than Joel Embiid. Yeah, it's crazy. It's stupid. And Joel Embiid can be played at power forward. It's not like he's just locked into center. I don't get it. I don't really like him on DraftKings either. He's my least favorite of the regulars for the Suns. Uh, the guy that's getting the most ownership is Cam Johnson. He's 30% owned on DK. I, I agree with that. But after that, I think everybody looks the same, whether it's Bridges, who's coming off of 47 minutes and doing literally everything for Phoenix. Uh, better defender than Marcus Smart, by the way. Uh, whether it's Bridges, Paul, Ayton, Crowder, even Shamit to a degree, at least relative to salary, I don't think any of those guys look all that different. Like you're trying to get to more of the Aitons, the Pauls, the Bridges of the world, but I don't think anybody just stands out as that's a guy that I desperately need to get to. Uh, Cam Johnson's your best option, and even he's still not even thirty percent owned. All right. So when it comes to Phoenix, Cam Johnson, I mentioned this to Adam the other day too. It's like all of these other guys in the starting lineup. <clears throat> when you have Johnson, Jay Crowder. Mikel Bridges, they're all like 0. 0.65, 0. 0.7 fantasy point per minute players that even without Devin Booker, it's not like all of their usage just spikes. You know, they might get one or two extra field goal attempts. That isn't to say that they're not all viable, but they're all just they're all just this type of guys where you're you're kind of spinning the wheel, Josh. Maybe it'll be Cam Johnson or Bridges today or Crowder. And Bridges is is considerably more expensive than the the, the other two. So I, I don't know. I mean, this is just one sure. of those. This, what I'm saying is it's, it's one of these teams where even without Devin Booker, now that Chris Paul's price is where it is, like DeAndre Ayton benefits, but he doesn't benefit in a huge way. No. It, usually if you take someone like Devin Booker off the floor in the playoffs, you're getting guys that are even this, even after missing a few games, you're getting guys that are still not priced right. I don't really see that. I say fine plays, but nobody that looks great. Right. It's, the problem here is that campaign isn't like three inches taller and he doesn't step into that role in like 24, 26 minutes where you would get this $3,600 yes. guy that's a 25% plus usage rate guy. And immediately you're like, 
that's the guy that gets the big benefit. There isn't one it's, of those. Right. It's not him. No, it's going to Cam Johnson, and he's already sort of priced appropriately. So uh, Phoenix is tricky today. Uh, clearly, like they're, I expect them to play well, and these guys can look good. But relative to their price points, it doesn't stand out. That's the big piece here. Uh, it's not that I think Chris Paul is bad. It's not that I have him projected poorly. He's $9,300. Salary matters. How about the Pels? Oh, hit that thumbs up, too. We're at 120. Not bad. All right. 432 watching. That's not, not bad. I can do that. Uh, and check out all the free content on the site today. We got a lot. We got NBA player projections. MLB main slate ownership projections and NHL ownership projections entirely free. And if you just want to check out everything else, we have awesome.com slash join every tool for every single sport out there. We even have projections for like F1 and USFL now, but from basketball to baseball to hockey to MMA, NASCAR, PGA, all that stuff, ownership, player projections, all the simulation tools, the, the lineup builders, I don't have time to go through all of it because we'll be here all day. But if you want to check it out, awesome.com slash join. And you can see weekly, monthly, annual, whatever it is you want to get in on, whatever your budget or style of play, we got you covered. And join our premium Discord as well. We've got a great community and the Office Hours channel where you got the pros answering your questions, helping you better your DFS game. All right. Uh, how do you want to approach the Pels with the three guys up top in McCollum, Ingram, and Joval? you're naming the wrong three guys, baby. It's Herb Jones season. No, 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 no. I was saying the, the, the highest price guy. No, no, I got you. Okay. Uh, <laughs> CJ, probably the best option here. Uh, if I had to choose uh, Ingram is more expensive. I think CJ is likely to play more minutes than Ingram. And there's not a huge difference in their per minute rates. So if I'm leaning anywhere, it's to, to CJ over Ingram, but here are the ownership percentages for the six guys that matter in this game. McCollum 20, Ingram, 18, Herb Jones, 12. Uh, Chalk, add that one to the list uh, with Precious Achua, where Herb Jones is not owned correctly. Uh, Joe Val, 20, Larry Nance, 18, Alvarado, 19. All of these guys are like 15 to 20% owned on DK. There's no popularity here coming at all. There are no, to me, no priorities from the Pelicans on the surface. But I do think there's some value from a GPP perspective, whether that's Herb Jones to me being underowned at 5,100 because I think he's going to play 38 or 40 minutes. And you just want to try to buy those minutes on days like today. It's a three-game slate. Larry Nance, 3,800. Jose Alvarado, 3,400. Two guys that I think could see a little bit more time if they needed to condense this rotation. I don't think they need to play Devontae Graham at all, if I'm being perfectly honest. And you could play Alvarado a little bit more if need be. I think those guys all look good in GPPs, but if we're talking about like cash games, you're probably not playing a Pelican in cash. I was reading King Reed. I was reading King Reed. Sorry. You're reading the, from the comments from the YouTube channel. No, he just posted one in chat right now. I don't, I mean, I can't even figure out what half of that is. Rivalry between you two. Yes. A real yes. rivalry. Rivals. We are rivals. The Battle of Gettysburg here. If I knew who was in the Battle of Gettysburg, I'd be able to make this joke, but I have no idea. Oh, World War II. Is it really? You're not. There you stop it. You're, I know you're. I know you're. I know, that was good, though. I, for a second, you had. <laughs> now, Revolutionary War. All right, talk to me if, uh, about this last game, unless there's anything else for the Pels that you want to get to. 
as a person who grew up in Pennsylvania for the first 26 years of their lives, if I didn't understand what took place in the Battle of Gettysburg, it would probably be pretty bad. <laughs> you knew it was the Boer War. Yeah, it was definitely uh, Vietnam. <laughs> <laughs> I, there's this guy on YouTube that eats like old MREs and like rations from, from like someone will send them something unpacked from Vietnam. Yeah. or whatever and he'll he'll eat it and the boer war was god what year was that like 1901 or something yeah 1899 to 1902 he ate something from from the boer war and this this video was made in like 2020 <laughs> he died from eating it yeah what no nah, he didn't that'd be crazy though wouldn't it Yes. It's kind of cool ridiculous. though. Like, they'll get one old ones from like World War II and they'll have a pack of, you know, five camels in there that came with it in a smoke one. Mm. And it's like he's about to... That's probably a good cigarette, honestly. Oh, dude, you think he's going to cream in his trousers just watching this guy. <laughs> I mean, it's out of control the way that he reacts to this. It, it does make you want to try one of those old school like camel cigarettes though. Kind of. Yeah. So right? there's this show called, I don't know if you've ever heard of it. There's one season it's called eating history. Uh, basically yeah, the same I've never premise. seen it, but I'm yeah. familiar with it. The two people that are on that show guy's name is Josh me. Uh, other guy, Smokey. That is my dad's nickname. The, the two main characters are myself and my dad. Yeah. True is it story. a good show? No, I have no idea. Oh. <laughs> uh, do you, I don't know. Do you like that YouTube channel of that guy eating old shit? Because I'm assuming yeah. it's the same thing. I do. I think it's the same thing. I, I kind of do. I, I kind of do. But I, don't know, I like weird stuff, man. Should we wrap this up? We should. All right. Dallas, Utah. One point spread here. Mavs, dogs on the road. I mean, not really, but one point dogs, 209 and a half total. By the way, uh, Really low totals in all these games tonight, Josh. 210 and a half, 214, 209 and a half. You'll get that with a lot of postseason games, but these are the three matchups with just super low totals. I know. I want to, like, I really want to watch the Dallas Utah game because I'm fascinated by that series. I'll be bored to tears if I make it to midnight tonight trying to watch that shit. These slow ass games, you, low ass you totals. Know you, could, you know what you could do to keep you awake? Coke. Why? Yes. Yes. A large, large shot of methamphetamine. No. Uh, oh, watch the no. NFL draft. Jeez. Oh, oh, my God. I would never make it. With the first pick in the draft, the Jackson. <laughs> Just be, that'd be it, man. That'd be it. Oh, the worst team in football is taking a defensive lineman. Whew. That'll turn the tables. Yeah, you will. All right, good, well. good stuff. Oh, the next guy's a DN too. And then an offensive lineman, an offensive lineman, an offensive lineman, a D tackle, a DN. Bro, I'm Thrill, all about thrilling stuff. I'm thrilling all stuff. about the draft. And I'm going to be tuning into our live draft show as well as all of you guys who actually enjoy the draft, unlike Josh and like football, like real American men. <laughs> I like football like real worldly men isn't that always a funny stereotype where people that don't like football you know like they, they assume that every person who likes football thinks that you know you're not a man unless you yeah. enjoy it it's a sport that existed for 80 years 
lot, a lot longer than that, but I get your point. I mean, not a lot longer. I mean, we're like uh, the, the sports were like, you know, wrestling, boxing, any sort of like hand to hand combat. Like that's what we're talking about for man stuff. Yeah. Oh, don't get me wrong. You got to be a man if you're out there on the gridiron. But I'm saying like, I'm talking about fans. Mm. You know, hold on. When was the first football game ever? First NFL game ever? Nineteen twenty, so yeah, hundred years. Yeah, good stuff. Yeah, back when they didn't pass. Oh, yeah, I know. That's you would have. Hey guys, let's all huddle up and run into each other. (laughs) And where you could die from the field goal upright being at the front of the end zone. Oh my! Yeah, you remember that? Clean into that post. Yeah, yeah. How did like it even little, get like, popular? What like a shit the, product it used to be. Oh, trash. But I remember the little giants where he runs into the pole? Yeah, it's, you, it was just easy to do back in the day. Man. I mean, there are a couple of clips out there where you see guys like full speed ahead, run clean into it like a wall. <laughs> How could you not? Like, imagine if they did throw long passes back then across the middle of the field into the end zone. People are dying. Should they get rid of the goalposts? And they're wearing like baseball mitts on their head. <laughs> Let's talk about it. Well, yeah, or nothing at all. Yeah, yeah. They're basically like pulling shoes over the top of their head. <laughs> Should they get rid of goalposts? An old work boot. Uh, Lasers. What do you think? I think football purists would say no, but. I don't have a problem with it. Or just do what you're saying to make like, so it's very obvious whether it's in or not. Yeah, sure. Or like, you know, to take out the danger of having the posts out there. So you can't. Uh, oh, I think you mean, okay. Play. So you're saying take the upright out and the post, take the whole yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just whole- shoot two lasers up out of the ground. Or like the way that uh, they were doing the uh, the World Trade Centers, where it was like beams of light. Yeah, but the only problem is if they fail, like during a big kick, what if they just fail? Like one of them, like flickers off. Yeah. <laughs> That'd be great. Like uh, Super Bowl, you know, time running off the clock when the power went out. <laughs> yeah, when they thought it was like it was, a what, like six years attack. ago or something. Yeah, yeah, they, it was uh, Baltimore, Seahawks? San Francisco. Uh, yeah, that's what it was. They thought it was a terrorist attack, or you know, or something like that. It'd be scary. Yeah. Anyway, what if we all, all that light went out, but somehow they were on backup generators and the only thing that was sticking out of the ground were laser uprights. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Mr. Well, I ground I, this one right into the ground. Go blues right though. The doinks are, that's actually a very good point. Like you could hit off the top of the upright and it bounces in or bounces out. You've seen one like bing, bang, boom and out or in. You got to keep the doinks. That's a good call, man. Good call. Yeah. Obviously, anyway. I have no idea what I'm talking about now. <laughs> <laughs> Luka Doncic. Yeah, Luka Doncic. Uh, so Luka's priced like he's Luka. He's 11K on FanDuel and 11K on DraftKings. Now, I like him quite a bit. He's really hard to compare to Joel Embiid, depending on how you feel about Joel Embiid's health. But, like, I think those guys are really close relative to salary. I think it's a little bit harder to pay all the way up to Luca. Clearly, I want to get him, and clearly he is the best option from Dallas. I don't think that's even particularly close, just looking at everything. But 
11K is a legitimately difficult price tag, especially going to Utah too. So as we move forward, if I'm going to anybody, I want to go right back to Reggie Bullock, uh, 5K on DraftKings, potentially playing 46 minutes today, uh, shooting guard, small forward. I'm going to assume that he doesn't get ejected. He's a terrible per minute guy, but I, I understand uh, the ownership and the value there. And then Dinwiddie's getting a little bit of love on FanDuel. It's 4,800. It's $1,100 cheaper than he is on DraftKings. I think that works as well. But Luca is the highest owned guy on DraftKings at 25%. Only Reggie Bullock is above 20. There's just not a lot of love coming in here for the Dallas side, and I get it. I don't think there should be. It, before Luca, yes. Pre pre Luca playoffs, yes. Post Luca, anytime you want to play Luca Doncic. I'm, I'm all about it. This guy, and he's proven too, Josh, in the postseason, he can just go nuts. We saw against the Clippers. He brought them back from the brink. Like he, I believe they still lost that series in seven, but without Luka, they're swept out and they don't keep a game close that year. I know you remember what I'm talking about. For sure. I mean, he's so good. And I really don't care about this matchup. Utah's defense, these teams play really slow, but Utah's defense, if you're this if you're not including the interior, they're not that good right now. So no. like Bogdanovich is not a bad defender. I, I get that. He, but he, I'm saying he's not elite. He's not, he's not Mike Smart. Conley, uh, Marcus Smart, Donovan Mitchell, Jordan Clarkson. What'd you say? He's not Mike Conley or Donovan Mitchell. Or oh, Jordan you're saying Clarkson. he's better. Than, yeah. yeah, well, yeah he's, right. he's big and that helps. Yeah. So I like it. But aside from that, I'm with you. Tank, the shy guy said, uh, the balls would just eviscerate. There'd be no doings. That would be sick. Like, you know, that laser cutting technology, if yeah, you just yeah. had the ball get cut in half, like when it goes through, that'd be that sick. Oh, well, that would be sick. If it clipped off any part of the ball, then it's not good. No, if more than half the ball goes in after being clipped, it is good. Well, it's too hard to determine in or out at that point. You got to just say all or nothing. If any part of the ball gets shaved off and falls down on top of the referee, then that does not count. I don't know, man. We have instant replay. Here's what we'll do. We've got the deeper dive later today where we'll have another hour. We'll workshop this laser upright (laughs) scenario. You still have to have one of the guys behind it, though, that catches the ball. I. Forget about the uh, you have the net and then it comes down. And guys, guys, the catch is just gonna catch like a pile of lava. <laughs> yeah, just hot potatoing it for a bit, <laughs> tossing it to the other guy and punching my microphone. That would, dude. Could you imagine how exciting field goals would become? It's like the most unexciting event in football. Obviously, there are some really exciting ones, but just your average standard field goal. Every one of them, you'd be on the the edge of your seat. That would be so good. Be great. If the ball hits the upright and it cuts like only the tip off and just it's a long tip. field and it's a long field. Yeah. Just the tip. And it's a long field goal. Can a returner catch it and run it back? The slivered off piece or the big chunk? No, no, yeah. <laughs> he can't be just running with the head. He, <laughs> he needs all. He, he's got to go with the shaft. He just gets the laces and he's like <laughs> taken off down the field. <laughs> You'd never fumble. You just I'm sure, he just I'm sure a couple of those guys would still figure out a way. He just tucks it into his like waistband. Yeah, like a flag. <laughs> <laughs> what a stupid conversation this is. Uh, that's my bad. 
It's fine. I think it's hilarious. Utah with three games. Someone said earlier, what are, what are they talking about? He must be new here. Subscribe, by the way, if you are. It's a fair statement. Utah Jazz, let's round this one out. I, I am honestly a little bit concerned that I mean, it's not that you can do much about it, but I, I'm not con- confident that Donovan Mitchell's at 100%. Like, dude just had an MRI two days ago. This is an elimination game. Yeah, that's the, the I don't know what to do here. Like, I gave him the full run. If he's in, I have to assume that he's playing. Uh, and I think he looks good, 8,400 on FanDuel, 8,800 on DraftKings. But again, this is just like the Embiid thing. If you want to discount him for injury, go for it. That's not how I've prepared our projections. Um, we've got Boyan getting a bunch of love at 5,600 on DraftKings. I think that's totally reasonable. Mike Conley is the second highest owned guy on DraftKings. I'm not confident he can be out there to close any longer after what I've seen in the first five games. So I am not in agreement there. All right. Go ahead, dude. What's happening? He has to go fire one off. I had no idea what was. I thought you were telling me to wrap it up, so because there was another show coming up in another minute. No, no, it's ten. Uh, well, then, yeah. Uh, the guy that I like the most is probably Donovan Mitchell, if you think he's healthy-ish. That's. I do think a legitimate question, though. I, I yeah, don't. I, I, I don't, don't have a great. I have no idea. For what it's worth, though, I don't disagree that you don't like that you're giving him limited run or, or knocking back his projection. Like, I still think he gets the same minutes, but I do have concerns that he's not going to be be the same guy. I mean, played, what, 32 minutes last game. Uh, granted, that was a 30-point blowout almost, but uh, he shot terribly. Was this something – did he leave early because of the injury, Josh, or, did, or, or was the blowout run uh, curtail his playing time and he's been playing through injuries? I think he left early because of the injury. I fell asleep during this game, so I don't totally remember, but I'm pretty sure that he left because of the injury. Sometimes popcorn machine just like doesn't populate entire days. So I have to type it in, type it in the URL myself. So all of April 25th is not there. Yeah. You got to just go to Wowie at that point. Yeah. I like, I personally, I love Wowie for the on off stuff. Love it. See, I've switched um, to PVP stats for that now. It's really weird. Right. So I, we all have our preferences, though, right? Like, I'm used to that. But I'm used to Popcorn Machine for the rotations and everything. Oh, I, the only reason that I, I only go to add more funds for the rotations if when Popcorn no- Machine isn't giving me the date and I don't want to do the mental math of, like, figuring out abbreviations and shit. Exactly. Yeah, you have the abbreviations, yeah. then you have the date, but you got to put the zero in front of the one. Oh, yeah, it's, uh, it's interesting. Anyway. Wait, you're back already? Did you pull a did you did you pull a Josh Engelman? No, no, no I washed my hands. But how, how how close were you to being like this could get bad if they oh, keep talking? I don't know. I I I don't I couldn't sit down. Like I had to I had to stand up. <laughs> did you have a turtle a head bit. poking out on your way in? I was I was definitely touching cotton before I got in there. <laughs> Jordan's Jordan's funny, man. Should have blasted against the wall like a Jackson Pollock. <laughs> he was touching cotton. All right. But we're good. All right. Love it. Anyway, right in time, Jordan. I, I've had those scares before as well. Remember, there was the one show where I was like, I'm not going to make it. 
and I can't just get up and be like, be back in five, maybe 10. I don't know. Sure if can. I'll you, be just gotta, back. you just got to be uh, somebody's at the door. It's raining really hard. Yeah, there's plenty of excuses. First, I know you've pulled that before. You pulled the one you pulled one, a guy like someone's at the door before. And yeah. I was like, man, this is the longest conversations anyone's ever had with somebody that's just the, de- the delivery man dropping off your Amazon pack. I could talk to them from my phone, man. I got right. a video doorbell. Right. So good. I. <laughs> <laughs> someone's at the door yeah uh, yeah i just worry that like when it gets when you're in dire straits you don't know if it's going to be like jordan or is this is this half the show i had one of those in the middle of the night last night <laughs> oh you had a, a wake me upper yeah oh, not like middle middle but like midnight, midnight. Dude, was it a stomach ache or was it i don't know it just there was but it shook you out of bed. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, I haven't had one of those. And I don't know if I have ever had one other than maybe just being sick. It was a disaster. I felt like uh, Harry in Dumb and Dumber. <laughs> be, be right out. <laughs> I'm, I'm shaving. <laughs> All right. Love you guys. We'll see you back here soon. Appreciate you hanging out as always. Hit that thumbs up before you go. You know, oh, one more thing, man. I was on Sirius XM. I know we got baseball. We had a hard out, right? I blame this on Jordan. One more thing. I was on a Sirius XM show. This was like when nothing was going on. So they did like a top 10 movies or top five like genres. And you did a dr- movie draft, right? So okay. everyone had to draft. You'd go in a snake order. And for comedy, everyone's giving like the obvious cliche comedies that actually aren't that funny. I gave Dumb and Dumber and got laughed off the stage, which I thought was one of the most preposterous things in the world that you give Dumb and Dumber as it's a great answer, objectively a great answer, and got laughed off the stage, Josh. I mean, that makes no sense. No sense at all. Maybe if you, if you tell me a movie that's one of the most quotable movies all time, at least in our lifetime, is not worthy of a spot in a draft for a movie draft, you're just wrong. You're an idiot. When, when Dumb and Dumber came out, everybody that was in a school at that time, from kindergarten to 12th grade, all watched that, loved it, and quoted it constantly. And we still do. We yes. still do. Yeah. Like you 25 just five years later or whatever it is. All the time. Yeah. Is exceptional. Exceptional. Does it hold up? Like if you show that to someone now, is it funny? Probably not. Still funny to me personally, but you're oh, yeah. saying to someone younger. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. To, to showing that to someone new. Like Jordan, do you like it? Okay. Yeah, Jordan's in that. Jordan's like a, a, a tween in that sense. You know, he's, yes, Jordan he's, is a tween. He, well, he's 27 years old, so it's still there but for us that was what we grew up on we grew yeah. up on that we didn't have I to, anything else I, I couldn't mindlessly scroll on tiktok to watch some chick dance while her boobs bounce <laughs> no i had a dvd player in my room i played that dvd like before i went to bed every night so yeah i probably had it on vhs to start <laughs> oh the vhs yeah all right talk to you guys soon at josh engelman at lafayette underscore d and shout out to jordan klein as always peace <laughs>